Alright, so this is the Extra Cliche Podcast. I'm with my good friend, uh, um, what is it, Slim Fox? So what you? Yeah, Slim, Slim Fox. Yeah, Slim, Slim yeah, Fox. That's what said. It's kind of funny, I got that from iPack and shit. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty funny. Freaking iPack. Yeah. yeah, it was weird because it was a, that, that fool Gucci or whatever. Uh, he came up to me one day and shit. And he was asking me, like, uh, about the Native American thing and whatever. Just like, uh, what's your Native American name? And I was thinking to myself, I was like, the last thing my mom kind of said to me about that was, like, our last name means Slim. Or my last name means Slim Dissoci and stuff like that. And then the fucking, uh, he was like, oh, that's cool. Like, what's your spirit animal? And I was like, uh, a fox, I guess. I don't know. Some shit like that. He's like, oh, Slim Fox. And that's why they started saying that shit. Like, it was kind of pretty, pretty random as well. That is pretty funny. I remember that one dude, the, um, what is it, yellow hair? It's yellow hair, and there was another guy, Six Killer. I thought that was such a badass. <laughs> I thought that was such a badass name. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, so much crazy shit happened in the iPack, and it's it's pretty funny. All the I still I still tell a lot of the stories that uh um about what happened back then and you know all the crazy stuff that would happen in 29 Palms which is really funny right it was pretty trippy right like like how it just kind of like plays out there in the middle of nowhere and you would never think like how wild these fools were but it was just because they were out there in the middle of nowhere kind of thing yeah and so like my favorite story is one about uh, uh, Arthur so you you remember Arthur right yeah, the, the dude, yeah, he had the kid, his name was Kid Alarcod and all that shit. Yeah, Sephiroth. Yeah, Sephiroth. Yeah, Sephiroth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sephiroth and uh, Alucard. That was it. Yeah. The two. So I will never forget this one time. Um, so it was a battalion fun run. So it was like the entire headquarters battalion, like everybody. It was a BC, Sergeant Major, everybody. And, um, we're sitting there in the iPad getting ready. It was like 5.15 or something in the morning. And uh, he shows up in the, at the headquarters battalion wearing a, uh, you know, green shorts and a Hulk t-shirt. It was like a green <laughs> Hulk t-shirt, like the Incredible Hulk on it. I, I, I bought the same shirt and I have it in my closet. And um, so he shows up in the Hulk t-shirt and I'm looking at him and I go, are you serious? <laughs> he goes, what? It's green on green. Like, people are wearing battalion shirts and everything. Why can't I wear this? It's the same color. And I was like, no, dude. This is a battalion run. Everybody has to wear a green t-shirt. No no crazy shirts or nothing. And I goes, and he lived off base, so it's not like he could go home and get a new shirt. So I told him, I said, go hide in the bathroom. I said, go hide in the bathroom, and I'll have somebody go get you a shirt. <laughs> Just go hide. And so as he's going to go hide in the bathroom... The company first sergeant walks up to him and goes, oh, I said, you're last Corporal Arthur, right? I really like your shirt. And he goes, where'd you get it? And he goes, oh, I bought it at Target. You know, I went on Saturday and blah, blah, blah. Went to go get a shirt. And he goes, I like your shirt so much. Are you going to wear it on the run today? And he goes, well, no. I said, uh, uh, Corporal told me to go get a, a change, a different shirt. And they're going to go get it for me. And he goes, no, no, no. He says, I want you to wear that shirt for the run. And he goes, what? And he goes, he goes, I want you to wear that shirt in the run, and I want you in the front with me. And he wow. goes, he goes, okay. So he was all excited because he got to be in the front. And I was like, dude, are you serious? Like, you do realize he's making fun of you, right? And he goes, no. He's like, he was, he, he really liked my shirt. And so through the <laughs> whole run, 
because I'm in the front too. So he was like right in front of, right next to me, and uh, he's running right. with this Hulk T-shirt, just chilling. <laughs> I was just like laughing. I said, "This freaking idiot, man!" <laughs> and at the end, uh, the 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 BC goes up to him and goes, "So that shirt, he's like that that shirt is gonna be your uniform of the day for the rest of the day." And he goes, "And wow. I want you to be in the front of the shop, and I want you to greet everybody that comes in wearing that shirt. And if they ask you why you're wearing that shirt, I want you to tell them why." <laughs> You're wearing that shirt. And so the whole day, he's just standing in the front. And then I get people that come to my desk. They were like, what's with the dude in the Hulk shirt? And I'm just laughing. <laughs> I was like, no. I said, don't even ask. <laughs> Tired of telling the story. <laughs> it's like, man, that guy was all over the place, man. There was, like, another time where, like, he had a dentist appointment off base because he had, like, a mm. ton of cavities and they couldn't. They couldn't do it during on base because it would take too long, specialty stuff. And so right. um, I told him, I said, hey, if you're going to go off base, I want you to call me when you get there. And I want you to call me when you're done. And then I'll give you orders for the rest of the day. And uh, he goes, okay, I'll call. He goes, yeah, sure. So he calls me when he gets there. And I'm like, okay, well, just make sure you call me as soon as you're done. And then I'll just tell you what to do for the rest of the day. And, uh, you know, I already got orders that, you know, just let him go. You know what I mean? Just give him the rest of the day off. And so right. I'm sitting there and I'm like, his appointment was at like 10 o'clock. So I'm sitting there and it's like 12, like 1230. And I'm like, where the heck is this guy? And I give him a call. He doesn't answer. And then um, a staff sergeant comes over and he goes, have you heard from Arthur yet? And I go, no. I was like, he hasn't, he hasn't answered. You know, I just tried calling him. Was, well, try calling him again. So then I called him again and uh, he doesn't answer. So then I called the, uh, dental office and i go hey is you know is arthur still there and they go oh no his appointment was done at at 11 o'clock and i was like, oh really 11 o'clock <laughs> so i call him and i go arthur why didn't you call me and he goes oh well you know i, I had to go run some errands at target and i was gonna call you later and i said dude you do realize that now you have to come back to work <laughs> wow. it's like you have to come back i said i was gonna let you go but because you didn't call me now they're gonna make me have you come back to the base and uh, freaking yeah. work for the rest of the day and have duty. He's a freaking guy, man. Yeah, he had duty so much. Like, I remember seeing that guy, like, in that logbook, like, every freaking... Because, you know, they had, that, they had to have the duty set up on the other in the other building and everything, the other freaking side that we were on and shit. Yeah. It was, it, I would always see him, and I was just like, what the fuck's this dude here for? Like, like, why is he always in trouble? Like, what the fuck's going on? Like, it was always him and Cooper. Like, oh, yeah. Cooper thing was always kind of trippy out. Like, the fucking... The, the Halloween that he dressed up as a dead marine and shit. And oh, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what Don't, the fuck is this? You remember what happened to Cooper, right? Uh, I think he's, like, in prison or jail for murdering, like, somebody, like his uncle or some shit. Just some random person. He didn't even know. Right, like, just, like, a fucking mental breakdown or, like, you know, just... Yeah, yeah he, he said that he was Jesus and he was gonna kill the Antichrist or something like that. It was... It was it was a yeah. trip. It was a trip. That's, that's some wild right there. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff. And then that uh, that other guy that got stabbed by his girlfriend while I was on duty. So that that's what. Yeah, the, I forget his name, but um, he was cheating on his wife with some random marine, and uh, right. he got in, he got NJP'd for uh, you know cheating on his wife, and uh, he got direct orders not to have any contact with her. 
And uh, she had right. she had called him and said, you know, I have all your stuff. If you don't come over here, I'm going to throw it away, and you better get down here right now. Mm-hmm. And so he goes down there, even though we told him not to. And uh, he goes down there, and uh, it was, like, late at night. It was, like, at, like, 10.30 or 11 at night. He shows up, right. and uh, he gets out of his car, starts walking towards the, uh, the door, and he gets jumped from behind and gets stabbed, like, 16 times in the back. Ooh. 16 times to the back and uh, <laughs> and uh yeah so she calls she ends up calling 911 and they come and they pick him up and then she gets arrested and thrown in Miramar and uh it just so happens that right after that happened I got uh fallen told to go do uh, um what is it the uh the uh, the brig brig course so oh, okay. guess guess who had to go pick her up from Miramar and take her back to 29 Palm for her <laughs> court here? <laughs> it was me. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I was like, I just, don't even talk to me, lady. <laughs> don't even talk <laughs> to me. <laughs> don't remember who I am. I know, right? At least. But, uh, yeah, because I was kind of wonder if those people probably met, like, like if they ever met Pasamas and everything, Tiffany, when she had to go to the brig for going UA and everything. When they were fucking uh, crashing on her and freaking, uh, was it the command or whatever? Yeah. Where she was working for Master and then she fucking went on leave and just didn't come back. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, she she married Cooper, right? So I was like, huh. Yeah, it's like a whole entire, like, crazy situation all within itself. It's just like, huh. Oh, I, I don't think I remember that. That's crazy. Yeah, she, like, she got married to Cooper, at, like, before they both got out because she was, out, it was after she got back from, uh, the brig and everything and whatnot. Or before she went to the brig, I remember like she was hanging out with him. I think they got married before she went to the brig, and they got left because they just wanted to get out of the barracks and shit like that. You know, the kept oh the yeah, <laughs> like that other Bank. guy. <laughs> hey, did you yeah. remember? Do you remember that other guy? Uh, I don't want to say his name because you know I follow him on Facebook. <laughs> he he married some girl in Mexico, and uh, so he went down to Mexico. Apparently, that was a big old thing, and he got caught coming back. And he said, uh, he tried to, he tried to tell the, uh, uh, the border patrol. He's like, Oh, I got lost. I got turned around. I, I didn't mean to go into Mexico. <laughs> and so, yeah, and so they obviously didn't believe him. And so, um, came back and brought marriage, you know, the marriage certificate because he got married in Mexico. And, right. um, apparently he just abandoned the girl in Mexico. Like he, he filled, Ooh. he filed all the paperwork to get, you know, the marriage and everything so he can move out of the barracks and get the ball. And they just kept all the money oh. and just left her there. And, uh, yeah. and, uh, I was on duty and, um, I got a call from this girl in Mexico and she's saying like, Oh, my husband, he just left me here. He's not giving me any medical coverage. He's not sending me any money. He does, I don't even have a bank account blah 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 and i was like oh who's your who's your husband and she goes oh it's you know this guy and i was like oh (laughs) i was like oh damn it now i gotta report this (laughs) like jesus it's always happens whenever i'm on duty i always got something crazy would happen it would never be like a normal duty it's like because i was yeah because i was on duty once too and it was like one of the first it was either the first or second weekend i was even in 29 palms so I didn't even know how to check the casualty reports at all. It was just like, oh, I was just there. <laughs> and I was like, I had no idea what I was you know, doing. How you got to call the Red Cross and all that shit? No, I had no idea what I was doing. And I was sitting there and uh, it was, um, 
what was it? It was one of the staff sergeants. Um, I forget his name, but he's he's he was one of the really cool guys in Twenty Nine Palms. But uh, he had he was on duty and he called me and he goes, "Did you get the casualty report?" And I was like, "Uh, yes." <laughs> he's like, he's like, he goes, "Man, he's like, are you gonna call that in right now?" Blah blah blah. And he was like telling me all about the casualty report. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I was like writing down notes and everything. <laughs> so learning as you go and so i called i had to call the um the duty over at the um, headquarters like the main you know marine corps duty i figured what it was called but um i had to call them and tell them explain what happened so apparently what happened is there was a canine it was in canine school you know where the the Ooh. mps were going to learn about canines so apparently what happened was is um he was taking out the canine for a walk right so you know for a little practice and so it was like right. you know it was late at night he was taking the canine out for a walk and apparently he got too close to where the stables were with the horses and huh. the dog freaked out and started running like it took off running and uh apparently the leash somehow wrapped around the guy's arm and pulled him Ooh. and so the dog beelined it straight through the horse stables and was pulling the guy, and as it was pulling, he ran in between a bunch of horses, and one of the horses got spooked and kicked the dude in the head. <laughs> Just straight domed him. And I, uh, the guy was, well, he wasn't fine, but I mean, he lived, you know. He lived, right? Like, that's crazy brain damage. But, but uh, <laughs> I was like, what the heck? How, it's like, I was picturing, like, you know, Looney Tunes, like somebody, like, you know, getting <laughs> pulled. I was like, damn. Like, track. like, how does this happen? I was like, how does this even happen? Like, you couldn't even tell somebody this and be, like, believed. <laughs> I just had to like report this. true story, right? Yeah, I had to, like, report this to the sergeant major. And I was like, yeah, this legitimately <laughs> happened. It's <laughs> like, what? But, yeah, I was in legal in, you know, 29 Palms for a long time. And so, like, I would hear, like, all this crazy stuff that would happen on base. And it's just, like, it's so weird. You know, you're like, these people, like, what are the hell are they thinking? Is it just, like... You know, are they thinking they're slick and getting away with it, or is it just like you know, who cares? You know. Yeah, well, like one of the probably one of the craziest stories I ever probably heard was uh, back, it was back like when I was in open hour or whatever. Freaking dude, uh, he he was in um, I think uh, he was in the unit, but freaking what, what what he did, he was over, he was technically on the mute and everything mm -hmm. during the mute mute deployment, and he was in the Philippines, and uh, or I think it was like. Is either Philippines or like Thailand or something like that. But uh, like he went out and got some hookers and whatever. Didn't want to pay the hookers. Got into the fight with the hookers and everything. Beat the hookers up. Ran and got the cops, like the local police called on them. And got into a fight with the cops. Beat up the cops. Took the cop car. Drove down the streets of war or whatever. And just surrendered at some point. But like I was like, really and he was like telling me he's like yeah that's what i did i was like that's why i'm getting ngp and getting kicked out right now and then he was just like talking about it casually and I was oh like, yeah huh. like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you guys are just doing this so like and you're asking me to want if i want to party this weekend right now like i don't, I don't know if i want to party with you bro it's kind of it's kind of intense <laughs> right it's just like a, a trap <laughs> waiting to happen <laughs> right it's like yo you're the you're the guy that they talk about where they just say you're that one guy like huh, okay <laughs> yeah i see do you remember when uh, uh, they banned stumps, the 29 stumps, the bar off base? They no, had that. No, they no. had that huge fight between like some like 
I think it was like an officer or something. It's just some random person. They got this huge ass fight in stumps. And uh, so the battalion got involved and they did the line of duty investigation. And they're like, oh, we're going to ban stumps from the base for six months. <laughs> Nobody can go. And then two days after they banned it, it burned, <laughs> it burned to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I was like, oh, weird coincidence. <laughs> they're like, I don't know, it was arson. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. And they opened up that club that was on base two. And they, like, banned it immediately, <laughs> like, before it even opened. Which club? They had an actual, like, dance club off base on, um... Oh, uh, was it the V or whatever? It was, it was the one with the barbershop in it? Yeah. So they, they banned yeah. that immediately. <laughs> it didn't even open yet. It was already <laughs> pre-banned. Uh, it's funny, because I was always always go over there getting a haircut. <laughs> freaking haircuts. Those are the worst freaking haircuts you... So many yeah, people, so many people would go get their haircuts and end up with like all kinds of cysts and everything. It's like yeah. the base one though. One of the one of the base was kind of like probably the worst. Like that almost terrible. Oh no, they give you like not even lined up at all. It's just like yeah, it's like no no fade in the shit. Like, terrible. You know what's funny is that's the that's the style now. Did you know that? It's that it's like it's a fade, but they don't actually fade it. It's just kind of just. Straight there. People be walking around the gym with like their hair like that. I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> it's like, who cut your hair? The, the freaking blind person that yep. hates you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Especially coming out, you know, here because you know where I work now is basically like the Marine Corps all over again. But it's like it's it's a different vibe. It's a uh, it's it's pretty cool. I have a lot of fun at my work now, but. It's it's just interesting to see, you know, military life, but on the civilian side. Right. It's pretty trippy. Yeah. So what? Uh, um, what else did I wanted to talk about? Yeah, because like even like considering like what I do with the audio engineering and all that stuff, like I just kind of fell into it. Like when I when I got out and stuff. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I moved out here into Vegas with uh, my lady and everything, and. We got married and shit out here, and freaking, he was like, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. This is like, (laughs) I didn't have a plan, really, kind of thing. So, I was like, all right, I'm just going to go to school or whatever. And I was like, you know, video games pretty cool. I like playing video games still, so let me go check out this video game program at this local college out here. And uh, I went, met up with the recruiter, signed up, and ended up signing up for the audio program because he was like, you like music? You know, you like doing stuff with music. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? You know, let me go do some stuff with music because you're talking about this gaming program and coding, and you're kind of putting my head in the world spin. So I'm just like, I don't really understand what you're trying to say to me. Oh, so I was like, oh, okay, I got my freaking GI bill, so let me just use my GI bill and everything. So he fucking signed me up for the audio program. I didn't know anything like what, what, like what, how to work how like what it even was the program i was just like all right let me sit down in this class and just learn whatever it is they're teaching and they're like all right here's pro tools here's this how this works here's how you make money in the fucking music industry here's how you do all this and it was just classes and fucking classes of just like you get what you, you get what you put in out of it what you want to learn and everything it was pretty cool i was like oh and the people that i met there like several of the other students uh they're actually people that i work with out here nowadays and everything when i see see a couple of them they would still 
they like, oh yeah, you man, you remember me? Remember from school and all this stuff? You used to make beats and all that crap in class. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I remember you, bro. What are you doing now? He's like, same thing. Still recording too. And I was like, all right, cool. Bro. I'll see you at the other studio or whatever. And lately, for the past two years, it's been like, uh, I've been doing freelancing studio work. And then before that, it was, uh, I had uh, rented out a space with one of my partners and everything before he moved out. And I wanted to move out of space because the space was uh, old. The building was old and everything like that. And it felt like it was kind of collapsing because they have a lot of poor infrastructure in some of the buildings out here. Oh, yeah. And then uh, freaking uh, before that, like after after essentially uh, the, the college and everything, I still had uh, another year or like six months left on my GI Bill because I wanted to finish. The, the program was like a four-year program, but I did it in two and a half because I just took as many classes as I could. So that way I can keep on maintaining the GI Bill because that was the only income I was getting yeah. since I didn't immediately get a job right out of fucking Marine Corps and stuff and I moved out here and the only job that I did get was like getting paid three bucks an hour to work delivery driver at a fucking little pizza place and I was like alright let me just do this and I was able to make like a hundred bucks a day off tips working that which you know helped pay for my weed pay for my freaking drinks pay for my problems and whatever <laughs> yeah pay for gas pay for shit to go to school with and shit well that's cool yeah I, thinking, I ended up going to school for uh i went to school for dhs and uh i graduated you know got my degree in a bachelor's degree in department of homeland security just to realize that uh, <laughs> i can't work for department of homeland security because of my you know <laughs> medical stuff right. from the marine corps so then i was like ah oh, shit and i was like damn it <laughs> like oh yeah yeah <laughs> It would, it would take away your disability if you got a job with them and everything like that, too? No. So, basically, like, my vision is, like, bad. Like, I, like, right. legit, like, have really, really yeah, terrible yeah. vision. <laughs> and so... Your corneas are messed up. Yeah, and so it's so bad that, you know, I get to that point and they're just like, nope. <laughs> your vision sucks. See you later. And I was just like, shit, now I got a degree in something I can't even do because I can't pass a medical screening. Wow. But it's all good. You know, I ended up making it work. So I ended up having yeah. to move around a lot. But, you know, Marine Corps, it was funny because you think that, oh, yeah, you're going to get out of the Marine Corps. They're going to give you, you know, you're going to get some money to, you know, start your life again once you get out. They're like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's like, see you later, bro. <laughs> I was able to get my disability, man. That's just pretty cool. Yeah, I got mine, but it took like almost a year and a half after I got out. In order for it to kick in, so like the first year, I, oh I, yeah, I got out of the Marine Corps. Yeah, suffering, a, yeah. I got out of the Marine Corps in a full leg cast and <laughs> a little cane. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, man. Those guys hated me at the at the last year because I had like what two hundred and eighty days leave. The last year I was in the Marine yeah. Corps, and so I came back and they're like, oh, what did you come back for? <laughs> <laughs> put me on uh barracks duty while i'm still on crutches yeah that that was fun <laughs> yeah right like, you can do that yeah, why don't you go patrol in, in crutches <laughs> you can use your patrol crutch <laughs> patrol crutch you just <laughs> salute with the patrol with the, the crutch <laughs> tactical crutch yeah. it was pretty funny but uh yeah i started getting back into music production recently i used to do it a long time ago when i was in like high school and stuff but i stopped and then I'll try to like figure it out now and all the new 
you know, the new genres, because, you know, dubstep's different now, I guess. Right. So, it's interesting. I made a, you know, really crappy song. I put it on Spotify. <laughs> and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. are people actually listening to this? Why? <laughs> but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm trying to make new songs. My wife hates them. She says they're boring. She's like, when's the beat going to drop? <laughs> I was like, the beat will drop when I say it drops. But, um... <laughs> It's it's fun, you know. My son's getting into it too, so he's you know he's he took a bunch of um, music production classes in high school, so those are pretty cool. So he's he's been showing me how to do like music production on Ableton and everything like that. So I'm relearning how to do it. I used to use Acid Pro, if you can believe it, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I remember I remember uh, William telling me about that with like the guy uh, I was roommates with in, in the Marine Corps because I got into the music stuff a little bit back then. I was like, oh, I need to. Mess around with this little DJ stuff, and mess around with this program and shit. Like, there's an old program that I ended up buying. It was called Dub Turbo 2. And, like, I still have it, like, on an old laptop somewhere, for sure, like, in my, my garage, maybe. But, like, <laughs> yeah, that thing did not work compared to, like, what I'm actually using now to make beats and sell to people and stuff. Like, yeah. The technology now is just amazing compared to, like, how it was, like, learning about it and everything with just. It's, it's not the same. It's, it's all on the computer. You can just do it all on the computer, and it's just like, wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of glad I had that tech, that experience with working on the computer a little bit to be able to actually work in this new world of jobs and shit. Yeah, it's interesting. I got into that uh, Splice. You heard of, you've heard of Splice, right? Where you, they yeah, have yeah. – you basically rent to own Beats. So, like, you yeah, go samples. on there, yeah. and then you can just download, like, a bunch of samples, and then you can just – cut and you know split and everything and just create your own stuff i used to use yeah. fruity loops but you know they've changed that program so much from what i've used to I'd go on to it now and i have absolutely no idea what the hell i'm doing anymore because <laughs> it's like a totally I, I, different that's that's what the majority of my friends use and everything out here and stuff they'd be on fruity loops they'd be on a couple of them be on ableton i use a uh, reason uh, and one guy actually used Pro Tools. Like he actually makes everything inside Pro Tools and stuff. Out that one blew my mind. That's interesting. Pro Tools, out of all the things, you know. Yeah, Pro yeah. Tools. I use that to. I use that. I use Pro Tools to record and mix people's music and stuff like that. But like, I never use it to like actually make a beat. Like that. That was that was pretty wild to me that he was using it to make beats and he was using it to make his full production. I was like, wow, you're you're, you're talented guy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm nowhere nowhere close to that. I'm like sitting there, you know, I uploaded that stupid song I made the other day on freaking Spotify. It's I'm on Spotify by the way. Yeah. Like, nice. This is probably the worst song I ever made is on Spotify. But um, <laughs> you know, it's funny cuz I'm sitting there and I'm watching like people listen to it and I'm like, "What? Why?" <laughs> but, you know, right. I'm not complaining. I mean, people listen to my song. It's pretty neat. I'm making... able to through your distribution, or how much money did you make so far through your streams? 16, 16 cents. Damn, that's nice. <laughs> like last year, I made six dollars through the streams and stuff for people buying beats and everything. I was like, wow, like, it's pretty cool. Like, I can actually make some money off this. Ooh. Yeah. So it's it's funny. So off of both, so both Spotify and the podcast, I made probably about thirty five cents. So it's, it's pretty nice. <laughs> It's pretty interesting. I mean, I went through right. the whole. I went through the whole process with the distributor. You know, I I found a distributor for um, Spotify, and uh, you know they don't charge anything to distribute music. 
through Spotify. I think they, you know, the first $5 you make goes to them, which is, you know, whatever. And then um, the rest of it's free and they do like a merch store for you. And they do like, um, what is it? They, they send it to all the major streaming platforms. You don't have to do anything. So it's just, it's pretty cool. But the thing that sucks is it takes forever to get a song on Spotify. It's like, it's not like, you know, within like, two weeks it's like you're looking at like a month and a half it's like you send you upload your song to the distributor and then they go to the you don't know, have the algorithm they go through and they check to make sure it's not stolen and everything and they check for samples and stuff and then after that it's like three more weeks and then finally up on spotify and then you'll get like an influx of listens like the first two days that it's on there because I think Spotify, like, catches, like, new songs or whatever. So the first, like, two days, you'll get, like, maybe, like, a 1,000, 2,000, you know, listens. And then it kind of peters out after that. And then eventually, you know, I guess you're supposed to market your own stuff yourself. You can't rely on Spotify. <laughs> but, right, yeah. I mean. Yeah, so you have things out there. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just neat. Though. I like the whole process. I wasn't literally planning on making any money off of it. It's just something fun to do. You know, kill time. Ooh. <laughs> kind of, kind of like this this podcast, you know, which is right. int- which is interesting because you know at first I was like, oh, I'm gonna make a podcast. It's gonna be like Twitch, you know, you get like three viewers, you know, like one person comments. It's like, hey, that was that was good, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> what's funny because of- that. But it's funny because with the podcast, right, I'm already at, like, you know, 150 listeners. And I'm like, dude, like, right. why are you listening to me? Like, well, I don't have anything interesting to say. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, people people like different things and people like different, like, people's different backgrounds and stuff like that. I think it's I think it's pretty cool. But yeah, it's, they just want to feel like they're part of the conversation almost. I Yeah, pretty much. But it's funny because I, I, we have... So we have like five episodes out right now. I think, you know, they're of different genres. I think the first two, we talked about true crime stuff. And then one of them, we talked about video games. Another one, we talked about like tabletop RPGs. And uh, you can see like the viewership, like who's listening to what. And it's like the mm. true, true crime ones is like way outweighs the other ones. So like the true crime ones is like triple what the viewers <laughs> listenership was for the other ones. But it's... Uh, um. It's interesting to see, like, what people are interested in, and, you know, you can cater to, you know, what people are, the demands are. I mean, because the first yeah, episode, the, yeah, because the first episode, we were just talking shit about true crime podcasts, which was pretty funny, and, uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, one of the, um, podcasts that I listens to, that I listened to, he actually listened to the podcast, and uh, he gave me, like, criticism, he gave me, you know, critiques or whatever, he's like, your audio sucks, but the content's really good. He's like, you should have talked more <laughs> shit, you should have talked more shit about this podcast, though. <laughs> I was laughing. Right. I was like, oh, okay. Maybe next time I'll talk more shit about the podcast then. <laughs> you don't want people, he doesn't want, you know, listen to people talk, uh, what is it, praising podcasts, he wants people talking shit about podcasts, and I was like, oh, okay. Right, like, what's wrong with them and everything, for sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a big, big deal, like, I feel kind of the same way sometimes, like, some of this, because I'd be working at a podcast station and everything, where people be doing their podcasts, but there and but there's also multiple podcasts within the city of Las Vegas and everything. Mm-hmm. And currently, a lot of these fools are uh, talking shit about each other to each other on each other's podcasts. <laughs> but it's kind of hard to watch some of the podcasts because of that the quality or like just like the standard in which I kind of see how a podcast should look or how it should sound and everything like that. Yeah, and I'm just like. like <laughs> 
you, your your message is kind of good. Your content is pretty good, but at the same time, this fight is entertaining. I just hate listening to this fight. <laughs> like, oh it's, no, right. it's, it's not good. See, the biggest yeah. problem I have now is the the audio for the podcast because I am a total noob novice. <laughs> so right. I'm trying I'm trying to figure it out as I go. So you know, audio quality is getting better over time. So hopefully, the audio quality of this one isn't so bad. So yeah, hopefully. Well, it looks pretty good on my side, according to my little uh, interface that I have right here. Because it says right now I'm getting pretty decent level. I don't know how you know how I sound on that side though, but everything that's coming back from you, nothing's clipping. Sounds pretty decent. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, what I'm seeing right now is it's good, but then I, you know, you go to the recording and you're like, oh shit's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's all messed up waves and everything. I know, but uh, yeah, it's 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 cool. I've been enjoying this whole thing. You know, it's pretty fun to do talk about random shit with different people. So um, right. it's pretty neat. You know, I like the whole podcast kind of thing going on, you know, as a decent format for conversations to keep on going without having to be in the same fucking room and shit. Oh, I know. I just probably think that Discord is probably not the best way of going about recording a podcast. But, you know, I, mm. <laughs> you take it as you go. But it's all good. Yeah, people will be zo- using Zoom and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, we, we use this other software called Livestream, and then there's another one we use, like Pro Tools and stuff like that. It kind of depends on your uh, interface a little bit from, you know, what I learned in school and all that shit. So. Yeah, I'm using uh, I'm using OBS and uh, <laughs> Discord. <laughs> oh, so, nice. You know. Yeah, OB- OBS works like a motherfucker. That's, just, that's it. Pretty sick. Considering how the fuck that, that shit's free, too. And it's just because, you know, like I said before, it's like the technology now just makes all this so damn easy. So it's so cool. The fact that it's just so damn easy. You can just do it. Yeah, it is. It's it's I'm, so like user friendly too. most of the time. I mean, there's certain aspects of it that I, I still don't quite understand, but I can fake it till I make it. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's a little pretty, adage. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But uh, um, let's see. I'm trying to think of what else we was going to talk about. Uh, so we're talking about staggering. Was it? Oh, no. I was just looking at the uh, format I had. <laughs> but anyway. So anyway. Yeah, but fucking Marine Corps shit, man. That shit was hilarious. All the time, man. Yeah. People be just doing crazy shit all the time, just thinking they're gonna get away with it. You know, slick Rick. <laughs> just sitting there, you just. So I was in legal, and so I was doing all the court martials back then. And uh, people would come to my office with their court martial, do their court martial paperwork, and I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, this this guy is sitting in front of me right right now. And I was like looking at the stuff that he did, and I'm like, these dudes look like normal normal people like you can see like these people on like you know on base just walking around and you wouldn't think twice about it i think right. that's i think that's what really tripped me out the most is uh you know these they just look like normal everyday you know normal people and they it's like like a troublemaker kind of person no not at all and then you know some of them did i mean some of them you you, you look at them and you're like oh yeah this guy's fucked up but yeah that guy's a serial <laughs> killer for sure but i mean like some of the dudes you like reading the you know the court martial paperwork and you're like you did that? Like, what? <laughs> to who? <laughs> For how long? What? Oh, I know, dude. 
and then there, there was all these people running scams so the biggest scam on base was the travel claim scam i don't know if you remember the travel claim scam but no, i wasn't there for that Geary told me all about it though yes so that. the travel claim scam was a huge thing that was going on base and apparently they were forging the um so they had a civilian working the travel claim desk you know apparently there was a lot of marines that were forging his signature and just signing oh. off on stuff and getting kickbacks um up for fraudulent travel claims so it's like you know if i get you a travel claim and you get back five thousand dollars you're gonna give me like 150 200 bucks for your travel right. claim and that was like the you know under the table deal and so they were signing off on all this crazy ridiculous stuff and um what was it and then uh i was reading about some of them and i'm like dude like at one point did you decide that this was okay like like you're gonna get away with this like this is something you're gonna put on paper on a legal document and you're gonna submit and you're thinking this is good <laughs> like it's gonna work this is gonna work i'm gonna be fine <laughs> it's like dude no like that one dude in our unit, like, he had just barely came to the unit. He was, like, a sergeant or something like that. He did a travel claim where he claimed that he drove, he was single, didn't bring any family with him, just by himself. He claimed that he drove two vehicles to 29 Palms. How are you going to drive two vehicles to 29 Palms by yourself? Like, it doesn't make any sense logically. Like, you would think they would come up with something that actually made sense, right? <laughs> It's like, no, no, none of it made any sense at all. It didn't hold any water. And there was that one dude that claimed he took a taxi from San Jose to 29 Palms. No receipt. Wow. <laughs> a taxi, huh? Yeah, it's just San some Jose. guy in San Jose airport said he'd drive me to 29 Palms in a taxi. <laughs> just, he knew where it was at. <laughs> he had family there. It was so good. It was all, it's like, what? Sons in the Marines. Oh, I don't, right? And then the other dude with the uh, the U-Haul. So there was a there was a staff sergeant. It wasn't even just you know wasn't last corporal, wasn't corporal, wasn't sergeant. This was a staff sergeant. Right. So he was doing a PCS move to uh, where was he going? He was going to Camp Lejeune, and uh, so he got a PCS move. He was going to move all of his stuff himself. So, you know, he was going to drive, he was going to get a U-Haul, he was going to load it up with all of his stuff, and he was going to drive it all the way over there. He wasn't, you know, Sato was like, oh, we can take it for you. He's like, nope. He's like, I'm going to do it myself. And so, he loaded the truck full of stuff, and how it works is when you're doing a PCS move, you have to get the truck weighed before you get there, and you have the truck weighed when you get back. Like, that's right. that's how it goes. That, that's the rules. Yeah. And then they pay you for the gas mileage in between. So, and so this dude loaded up the truck, weighed it on base. Now the requirement is you don't have to weigh it on base. You can weigh it off base at a weigh station. You don't have to weigh it on base. Problem is, is if you weigh it on base, it's free. But if you weigh it off base, they charge you like fifty or sixty bucks to weigh. I don't even know how much it costs, but you have to pay for it up front, and then they just reimburse you on the back end. So this dude goes to Sato to get the truck weighed. So what is the first thing Sato does when they weigh a truck? They open up the back of the truck and they look inside. <laughs> what does the dude have in the back of his truck? Two motorcycles. No, he has two motorcycles, bricks, cement, uh, freaking, you know, one of those uh, cement mixer things. He's got like 
bookshelves upon bookshelves. <laughs> he's got like, he's got obviously not household goods in the back of his truck. Right. And they're like, "Sir, we're gonna have a problem here." <laughs> he goes, oh, "What do you mean? This is my, I'm I'm shipping stuff for my business." <laughs> he's like, "No, <laughs> no." <laughs> he just said he's building a house. His house. <laughs> he's building a house at Camp Lejeune. <laughs> right. So that dude yeah, got him do it. That dude got hella court martial. <laughs> wow. It's like your whole career is gone in a flash. That's, that was that, that was the whole thing about the Marine Corps is like, you know, you're really taking a gamble. And I felt like everybody that reenlists is like a curse. So like the first like three months after you sign reenlistment pa- paperwork, you have to like be on your tiptoes walking on eggshells because there there must be something some kind of reenlistment curse or something you know like some you know <laughs> because every person i knew that reenlisted within like 2 months something crazy would happen Nothing. and they get they get their whole career completely fucked and then they got 3 years to to, to meddle in their you know wallow in their pity damn that's be weird right i know right like that like, one is, dude is there, is- is there is there really a person out there like just keep on like having that watchful eye on everybody kind of thing within just that organization? Because like I haven't felt that way since I got out, you know. <laughs> oh, I know, right? So the craziest story about reenlistment curse is this sergeant that I knew. He had just reenlisted. They had a reenlistment party for him. He got promoted to sergeant because you know they were locking everybody out for sergeant promotions yeah. for like two years you couldn't get promoted to sergeant even if you had the score and so right. he did the reenlistment bonus he got promoted to sergeant in the new mos he was all you know you know they had a little party for him everything was cool so they went out to the bar right so they went out to the bar that night to go celebrate his you know promotion and everything and so at the bar he meets a girl at the bar right so they they, they hit it off they're having a good time you know they're still drinking. It's like, you know, 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. Everybody else is, you know, going home. You know, he has the next day off, so it doesn't matter. Everybody else has to work in the morning, so everybody's taking off. And so uh, we ask him, he's like, hey, do you need a ride home? You know, because you've been drinking all night. And he goes, no, 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 I'm going to go home with her. She hasn't been drinking. You know, we're going to go back down to her place. And so I go, all right, all right. So we get a good look at her. You know, we know. Her name, I don't remember what her name was now, but we're like, okay, man, just be safe. You got our phone number. Right. And so he leaves with her, right? So I guess what happened was is she's driving his car. So she went, so she went without a car. She got dropped off. And then so they leave in his car. She's driving. So they go to the liquor store down the street to go get cigarettes. And so... When they go to the liquor store to go get cigarettes, he falls asleep in the passenger seat. She goes in the store to get cigarettes. She never comes back. She gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's so like through two or three o'clock in the morning, he gets a knock on his window and it's the cops. They're like, sir, what are right. you doing here? He goes, oh, you know, he tells them a story about the girl that go there and they goes, we've already went inside and they said that you drove here on your own and you're you're here parked and you're obviously intoxicated so we're gonna do a breathalyzer test and you've got a dui so he gets a, so he gets a dui and um he's going like 
what the heck? Like, you know, he didn't drive there. The girl drove there. And we're going up to the police. We're like, yeah, we do the line of duty investigation statements and everything. Like, oh, no, we saw the girl drive. And they were like, well, did you, well, you didn't see him stop at the liquor store, did you? And like, no. You know, he, he left after we left. And uh, they're like, well, you can't say that, you know, they didn't stop somewhere. She got out and he drove to the liquor store himself. And I was like, well, I guess that could have happened, but I don't think that happened. They're like, no, no, no. So he gets a DUI, and since he didn't get pinned on Sergeant yet, it didn't count. So when he got NJP, not only did he go down to Lance Corporal, but he also got a 12-month promotion restriction. So technically, he <laughs> went down two pay grades, and they got put on 12-month promotion restriction. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so that that sucks. <laughs> That's not even his fault. Nope. <laughs> it was. Should have known better. So that That's crazy. And ever since then, I was like, man, there's some sort of curse, man. <laughs> so I'm not re-enlisting. I'm done. I'm getting out. <laughs> I had the worst luck. And I was like, something fucked up crazy would happen to me if I ever re-enlisted. I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> right? Like, I, I think I had the same kind of issues. It's like, you know, if I did, what would happen kind of thing. Because it's like... I remember the fucking gunny and shit they had on that fucking other side. Fucking, he had the whole drunk driving thing and everything like that. But, you know, they just like, all right, just fucking just get out. You're done. <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> they didn't really fucking do much to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. And just like one of our staff sergeants, he didn't pick up gunny twice because he had a DUI when he was a corporal. So he had a DUI mm. when he was a corporal. So when he got put up for staff, they just, you know, didn't pick him up every time. You know, and then he got the pass up for staff sergeant three times, and they were done. They were like, "Nope, you're right. done. Get out." <laughs> or yeah. is it Gunny? I think it's Gunny. But um, yeah, I didn't know they had that rule that if you know you don't pick up Gunny within a certain amount of time, they just kick you out. Yeah, but you can be like staff for like twenty years at some point. Before that, it was pretty trippy. Yeah, <laughs> it, well, the rules just kept on changing. It was just so weird. I still will never <laughs> forget. That time that the sergeant major of the Marine Corps showed up on base. So, <laughs> do you remember this? I think so. Where he act, the commandant of the Marine Corps, sergeant major of the Marine Corps showed up on base. And uh, they had told us beforehand, they said, don't ask him any unwarranted questions. We know your uh, scores are closed out. You're not going to get promoted. He goes, <laughs> don't ask him anything. Don't even bring it up. He says, all questions need to be reviewed and approved by your command before you can ask him any questions, blah, blah, blah. And so, <laughs> so I was sitting there, and I was like, somebody's going to ask. <laughs> Somebody, right. Somebody's going to ask. And so, sure enough, they open at the end, they open up for questions, and somebody goes, 0352's MOS has been closed off for two years. Is there any way you could? <laughs> and I'm just laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing and laughing. And sure enough, you know, the sergeant man in the Marine Corps goes up there and he's like, oh, you know, and he does his little song and dance to give the non-answers and everything. And it's just like, <laughs> got to be motivated. <laughs> he was like, you know, he's giving all these just, just completely BS answers that just don't make any sense. And I, th I literally believe, if I remember correctly, the entire base booed him. <laughs> wow. They booed. <laughs> Boo this man. <laughs> Came here for marijuana. 
Boo this man. Yeah, that was some bullshit. I can't believe that. Two years, no promotions. That was nuts. I picked up, like, the day before I eas Like, not even kidding you. Like, the day before I eas they opened up the scores. And they're like, okay, I guess we're just going to promote everybody. Yeah, I think we got promoted together. Yeah. I was like, this thing's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of funny because uh, it was Manny who helped me out with the... He's like, yeah, you just got to run this PFT. You could run a second class, too. You know, you don't... You, all you, you you get the score. You got the score, bro. I was like, really? <laughs> All right, let me go, let me go just fucking half-ass this shit real quick. Oh, I know, right? I, yeah, I I made it a freaking kind of mission to actually just do shit the like the lead at the lowest percent. Like, how long can I like literally just go get third class BFTs doing the bare minimum? Like how <laughs> how like I know people are gonna yell at me, but like they're not gonna do anything because it's like what business is is it of theirs? You know. I didn't even get just that off. option. They just kept rerunning <laughs> my scores over and over and over again. And I was just like, hmm. <laughs> I was like, I can't even run a PFT. No, 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 you don't have to run it. I was just going to rerun your score again. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <Wow>. okay. <laughs> so I had like four uh, expert rifle awards. I had like three, like 280 PFTs. <laughs> just like, all right. <laughs> Broken, he can run it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I can't, can't believe the targets. But he's an expert. I can't believe that, man. I broke my leg two weeks before I was out. I so I I signed the reenlistment paperwork, and then I think a day and a half later, I broke my leg. <laughs> wow. Yeah. When <laughs> I get out, and they were just like, "Oh yeah, you gotta get out." <laughs> I was like, "Oh okay, I guess." They were just like, nope. <laughs> Can't you just rerun? Nope. <laughs> Damn it. But it's all good. I may have hated a lot of it, but I think at the end of the day, I had some fun. You know, it was fun stuff. Good times. Yeah, Can't, it feels like being in college. Can't complain to him. MOS school was like college. Damn, that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Got the MOS stores. I got too many MOS school stories. It's like spring break <laughs> over there. All the crazy stuff that was happening. Big animal house. Was your MOS school like that? I don't know. It was just like fucking couple, a couple of the fools. They all got smiley face tattoos on their asses. Like five, like five of them, six of them in the class. Because uh, everybody was trying to big on getting a tattoo since it was the time that they took away the sleeves and everything which is kind of weird because apparently now you can have sleeves and be in, in the Marine Corps and shit it's the, so the rules now were completely asinine and stupid <laughs> right. makes no sense yeah. so yeah, like you, you can have tattoos. you can have neck tattoos but you can't have wrist <laughs> tattoos so, so it's like it's like you can have a sleeve as long as it doesn't connect to the wrist for some reason Wow. so like that little like, yeah, so your wrist tattoos, no. Hand tattoos, no. Face tattoos, no. But neck tattoos, those are fine. <laughs> wow. That's wild. Yeah. Because, like, eventually there was a time where I was like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, rejoin. I'll just join the army. You know, I'm good. <laughs> They're like, nope, you have wrist tattoos. Can't do it. I was like, what? <laughs> but you allow, like, neck tattoos and, like, sleeves. But, you know, my wrist tattoos, no. <laughs> It's, it's, that's too far. Everybody's gonna be looking at your wrist. 
Oh, I know, right? It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's pretty funny. Oh, man. So how's life in Vegas? It's cool. Like, uh, it's been pretty, pretty, been a pretty cool 10 years a little bit. Like, it's been getting hotter a little bit from the global warming, but overall, it's pretty, pretty neat. Like, I lived on, like, the west side for a little bit, and then and now I live in Henderson, which is the city next to Vegas and everything. Yes. So I get a, you get a nice-ass view of it, the strip and everything. Every now and then, I'll go down there to do work and stuff, and my barber was going to move to Henderson. That was his big dream. He was going to move to Henderson. He was going to open up a barber studio, and he was going to live the dream. And I was like, eh, I don't know about <laughs> Henderson, but okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's very, you know, it, 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 it earned its name. Was like, People call it Hendertucky and stuff, where it's like Kentucky, so it's kind of like hella racist over here. Like, it is like that over here for sure. Like, I do get persecuted from time to time or whatever or fucking... <laughs> profiled in a weird way, but at the same time, the people are hella nice. <laughs> it's weird. That is weird. There was this bar, I think, in uh, it's like being in Colorado. Yeah, there was this bar in California that was like that. It was weird. My friend used to go there on purpose every time he come to visit, just to fucking piss off the locals. I guess. And I was like, I don't know if you get a rise out of it, then so be it. I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, but overall, it's been it's been pretty cool here. Like, I've only been like kind of robbed once, you know. Kind uh, of robbed. How did, how does that work? How is kind kind of robbed? They didn't take anything of value. They just put a gun to my face and my wife's face and came through my house. But like, you know, I'm not dead. I'm not injured or anything. Like that. I'm not fucking reeling that in. But it's like, I, it's like nothing got taken. And then I called the cops and shit, and then the cops just treated me like like I was the robber, like I'm the guy robbing my own goddamn house or whatever. What the heck? I was kidnapped. Yeah, it was, it was weird. It was pretty tricky. But, I um, was kidnapped once when I was uh, 19. So, um, so which is which is a funny story. So, I was actually I bought plane or train tickets. So I got train mm-hmm. tickets to go visit my wife. She was in uh, Northern California, and so like I literally had train tickets that was that that was all i scraped up my money from work to buy the train tickets go visit my wife that weekend because i didn't have a car and um so i I literally that's all i had i had absolutely no money (laughs) at all whatsoever i had train tickets and so it was like it was like 10 30 at night i was trying to get the you know get to the train station because it was like a real late late night because basically it was the train would take you to the greyhound or the greyhound would take you to you know northern california and so it was like super late at night. And I was just walking down my street and this nice car was driving by and I was like, Whoa, what the heck? And then this man and a woman, they, they look like normal looking people, you know, they didn't look shady at all whatsoever. And, uh, they were like, Hey, they said, you know, we're from around here. Do you want to, do you want to ride? And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'll take a ride. You know, it saves me time. I don't have to walk down there. Cause you know, there's no buses at that time. And I was like, yeah, well, sure. <laughs> I was like, yeah, why not? Just, you know, I'll take a, take a ride so i get in the car yeah so i you know i get in the back of the car and i'm sitting there and the guy's making you know small chit chat oh where are you going you know you know how you know how long have you been with your girlfriend at the time you know just random chit chat i'm sitting there talking to him his wife sitting there you know rolling up a blunt or whatever and i was like these people are (laughs) weird i was like okay and so his wife like passes out 
like she she legit like crashes and so the dude <laughs> turns to me pulls out a gun and goes give me all your money and i was like you robbed the wrong person <laughs> I, was like, I, ain't got I just sh- got these train tickets <laughs> yeah, i was like i was like i ain't got shit dude i was like do you really think i have any money <laughs> like do you see how i'm dressed do i look like somebody who has money and he just starts laughing he goes ah, i'm just fucking with you he goes he goes <laughs> He goes, do you want to go? Like, I'm going to take you to the train. I'm going to get you right to the train station. I'll get you down there, man. And I was like, okay. Wow. And so, like, he just starts talking to me. And he goes, he goes, man. He's like, do you want to make, do you want to make 500 bucks? And I was like, what? He goes, 500 bucks right now. I was like, what do you, what do you mean? He's like, okay. So, if I shoot her and then open the door, you're going to push her out. <laughs> and I was like, what? what the fuck? I was like, what? <laughs> And he goes, yeah. He's like, I'll just shoot her right here, and then you open the, I'll open the door, and then you just kind of shove her out out the door, and we'll just take off. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, no, I, I'm not gonna do that. Not good at all. And I was like, that sounds terrible. And he goes, nah. He's like, all right, man. Well, if you don't want to do it, then we'll just, I just won't do it then. And I was like, please don't. Just. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right. And so the whole next, th- he takes me to the train station, drops me off. And he's like, hey, have a good night. And then he just leaves. And I was just like, that was weird. <laughs> Did any of this that really, really happen? Is that really, like, is that part of my life? What? <laughs> he just takes yeah, me. It was funny because, like, I was so, like, weirded out by it. I just didn't tell anybody for, like, a long time. And then I was just like, you know, one time I'm, me and my wife were hanging out and I was just, told her i was like yeah you know that one time i went to visit you i got kidnapped <laughs> held at gunpoint <laughs> she goes no and i was like yeah it actually happened yeah. it just came back to my mind just now dave <laughs> i know right but it's it's pretty funny it's just like dude like people are trippy <laughs> that's right weird 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 freaking people because like i went so around here where i live super touristy during the summer like there's just like tourists like all over the place and tourists are yeah, yeah. fucking coming from yellowstone or whatever yeah people are fucking weird so we went we went to this little river access point you know that was down in what the touristy part of the city and so we went down there and uh there's a dude fly fishing you know so you know I, i'm mindful of fly fishing i know what fly fishing is so you know i wasn't gonna you know sabotage his fly fishing and so we we're just kind of sitting yeah because we were just sitting there the, you know the shallow end of the river just kind of just relaxing and uh this dude's over there fly fishing you know sitting there and all of a sudden all these tourists show up with their dogs and they're running around the river just you know doing all this crazy crazy stuff and you can see that the dude is getting visibly upset like he's getting pretty mad because you know when you're trying to fly fish they're scaring away all the fish and so right. he's sitting there, he's getting mad. And then this, you know, this other truck comes and they get stuck in the, they, you know, they get stuck in the sand and then they're screaming and honking their horn, trying to push, you know, themselves up, trying to get help. And then this other dude is over there with his dog running around in the water. And the dude's just getting visibly livid. Like he, you could see the rage and frustration in his face as he's sitting there trying to fly fish. And then eventually he just says, you know what, the hell with all this. And he grabs all of his stuff and throws it in the back of the truck and just close slams the door and just peels off. It just freaking blasts through, you know, the truck that's stuck. And he's just, you know, <laughs> going like freaking like 50 
in a little residential part. And I'm just like, dude, these motherfuckers just ruined this guy's whole entire weekend. <laughs> all day. Everything about it. He's already having a bad time already, trying to fucking calm down. <laughs> and then we're sitting there, so we're like, oh, he left. So when we get in the water or whatever, we're just chilling in the water in the little river. The river's moving kind of fast, but it's, like, really shallow. Like, it's probably, like, maybe three or four feet. And uh, this truck shows up with this rickety-ass fishing boat. Like, it's, it's a pretty big fishing boat, but it's, like, you know, old. And so... it. It loads out. They totally screw up launching this stupid boat. And uh, I swear to God, the water is like maybe three, four feet deep. And uh, right. do they go further into the, the river where it's deeper? No. They, they literally <laughs> sit there in three foot deep river and fish right on the, 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 the bank. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm like, there's four people sitting there. Fishing in three foot deep river <laughs> with their their music blaring and they're sitting there with a cooler and I'm like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> I swear to God, there's better fishing places than this. Yeah, Wyoming's pretty good. Oh, Wyoming. That's like, yeah. pretty far from here. Where I've only been. You guys. We're in, we're, we're at the Canadian border. So we're at the Canadian Whoa. border. Damn. Yeah. So we're kind of up there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we got to drive through Nevada and Idaho to get here, which is pretty cool. And, um, so, you know, I, it's nice to see other states. The only states I ever got to see in the Marine Corps were like the shitty ones. Like I got to, <laughs> got to go to North Carolina, which, hey boy. <laughs> Which was like yeah. the shittiest place to ever exist. Be. <laughs> we got to go to we got to go to uh, uh, Bridgeport, <laughs> you know, <laughs> way up there in the mountains. <laughs> yeah, way up there in the mountains. You had uh, Twenty Nine Palms. <laughs> <laughs> way out there in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Methville. Oh, I know, right? Well, when I was driving here, there was a shack in the middle of nowhere. Like my GPS took me to like off the beaten path, like. Off some <laughs> random ass place and as we're driving down there's a shack so there's this rickety shack in the middle of nowhere and above the shack there's this big sign that says meth sold here <laughs> and i was like oh <laughs> shit <laughs> i was like oh no this is that's where they get it at this is hills have eyes status somebody's gonna show up and there's gonna be one of those gonna be one of those like you know the um spike strips <laughs> <laughs> throw out there popping your tires <laughs> killing your family and shit i was like but we didn't run into one of those the the care caretaker is that the trope the caretaker yeah, you know the, the old guy at the gas the guy at the gas station yeah <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go out there to that country that's no man's land <laughs> you like, <wanna>. what <laughs> you gotta take you this turn around go back to the freeway <laughs> no, I'm talking about like the, the dude that's like that's like you know there's I have a shortcut for you guys. It's, it's oh. off the beaten path. You gotta go down this way. <laughs> you really want to see nature? It's fine. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Fucking you know movies and these tropes, dude. It's like <laughs> it's like I feel yeah, like the, it's like they're realistic, but they're cliche. Oh, they're extra cliche. 
Right. <laughs> I feel like everybody's ripping off. Like, um, I think the the main rip off thing for the last year and a half was a uh, Jean Grey. Everybody's ripping off the Jean Grey story in like different you know ways, shapes, and forms. It was just like oh, yeah. it's like how many times can I see the Jean Grey story again and again and again? <laughs> it's like you had Umbrella Academy, Jean Grey. You had um, Captain Marvel, Jean Grey. You had you know. The Phoenix. Oh, I didn't finish. I didn't finish Captain Marvel. Was that Captain Marvel or the Marvels or Miss Marvel? Oh, Miss Marvel. No, that was the show. Was the yeah, yeah. Ca- Captain Marvel was the the Jean Grey movie. Oh yeah, super overpowered. Got the power inside her. Phoenix. Yeah, everybody was lying to her the whole time. She's actually the most powerful superhero. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. But oh yeah. Oh yeah. Buddy. All right, I guess I'll end this. We're at the hour mark, so I will right. end the podcast. It was in- it was enjoyable speaking with you. It's been a while, so yeah, it's cool. Definitely got to bring you on again when I actually have a uh, you know a uh, topic to talk about. <laughs> right, <laughs> but you know. Mark gets pissed off when I don't have an actual uh, script. She goes, you guys can't just go on there and freelance every time you go on the podcast. <laughs> but, you know, so be it. <laughs> I enjoy it. People enjoy it. So uh, um, if you're listening to this on the uh, podcast, you can check us out live on twitch.tv slash extra cliche. Um, we stream sporadically, randomly, whatever I feel like. <laughs> but... Hmm. Do you have anything you wanted to plug before we go? Uh, no, you can just catch me online, SlimFox22, 